You are listening to Ordinary Prayers, an invitation to listen for the presence of God in the ordinary parts of life. Now let us take this time to prepare our hearts and minds to pray. Today is Friday, August 17, 2018, and we read from Ephesians. While this is a time of prayer, I'm also remembering in song Aretha Franklin, who passed away on Thursday, August 16th. The music today is from her album, A Brand New Me, accompanied by the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra. This reading in Ephesians concludes a section emphasizing the contrast between the morals of the world and the morals of the church. Christians are told to be children of light rather than children of disobedience. Children of light avoid sexual immorality, greed, and various kinds of negative speech. On the positive side, we are to live our lives to produce fruit of the light, which is all that is good and right and true. The section of moral exhortation builds on unity and peace as the moral goals that Christian behavior is designed to bring about. Forgive me for saying this, but I'm not sure I have ever met a person whose moral goals match their daily life. Besides, how does this speak to us of the free gift of grace, the forgiveness of sin, and redemption? So let me turn the question over to you. What words capture your attention as you listen, and how do they speak to you today? Let us listen to Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15 through 20. Be careful then how you live, not as unwise people, but as wise, making the most of the time because the days are evil. So do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit, as you sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves, singing and making melody to the Lord in your hearts giving thanks to God the Father at all times and for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. One of the things I find fascinating about Scripture the mysterious way it speaks to the reader. The Bible is not the work of a literary master. It was not carefully crafted with grammatical standards in mind, nor was the storyline the work of a great author. Still, it retains its ability to connect with readers in ways that defy reason. Cynics can surely write it off as coincidence, but I was fascinated to sit down for my daily devotion and read these words. 
Do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit as you sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves, singing and making melody to the Lord in your hearts, giving thanks to God the Father at all times for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Go ahead, atheists, and criticize. But I find reading these words the day Aretha Franklin died more than just coincidence. There are nothing short of the Lord Almighty giving praise to a great servant. Despite the wisdom of the passage, Aretha proved you can both drink at wine and be filled with debauchery while singing filled with the Spirit. But that was her life. Aretha lived radically in both extremes. Her world was full of pain, sadness, sin, beauty, and glory beyond words. If you want to hear the contradiction, go to YouTube and listen to one of her earliest recordings. She was 14 years old and singing Precious Lord in her father's church, New Bethel Baptist Church, Detroit, Michigan. You will hear her voice bringing God's house down in inspiration. Yet at the age of 14, Aretha had already had two children. She gave birth to her first child when she was only 12 years old. Aretha battled addiction to both alcohol and cigarettes. Her smoking almost destroyed her voice. She fought weight issues, suffered from domestic abuse, and had two failed marriages. If you're looking for a moral icon to emulate, Aretha Franklin would not be the best selection. On the other hand, if you need to be reminded of the steadfast love of God for both the saint and the sinner, no one could be better than the Queen of Soul herself. No matter what Aretha went through, she knew one thing, God's unconditional love for her. In 1972, Aretha recorded a song written by a former slave trader asking for forgiveness, Amazing Grace. She sang it in a church in the Watts neighborhood of Los Angeles, a neighborhood which four years earlier nearly burned to the ground by frustration with racial inequality. A journalist recalling the recording observed, Aretha was from the church, and to the church she would return. Despite popular opinion, faith is rarely about what we do for God, but what God is doing through us. If you think about it, Aretha sang that song her whole life. To her and us, God's love was freedom to even the most wounded soul. Whenever I listen to Aretha, I will remember that most of all. I got a call the other day. It was my sister Carolyn saying, Aretha, stop by when you can. I've got something that I've got to say. And when I got there, She said, you know, rather than go through a long, drawn-out thing, I think the melody on the box will help me explain. Gotta find me an angel to fly away. Find me an angel Who will set me free My heart's 
invite you to take this time to pray. Pray for forgiveness, mercy, and grace. Pray that you might see and embrace God's unconditional love for you. Let us listen one more time to Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15 through 20. Be careful then how you live, not as unwise people, but as wise, making the most of the time because the days are evil. So do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit, as you sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves, singing and making melody to the Lord in your hearts, giving thanks to God the Father at all times and for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us pray. God of grace and mercy, you place into our lives people who speak the truth. People who remind us that you love us for who we are, not waiting for us to improve or correct ourselves. In simplicity of faith, you come to us in ways too mysterious to imagine, to teach us to sing a song of thanksgiving for your steadfast presence and love. Thank you for the life and the new life you give. Now may God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we could ask or imagine, bless you and grant you the gifts of faith, hope, and love. Amen. Amen.